Welcome to Scotch Friday Podcast. My name is Carmel Sacron, and I'm your host. This podcast is part of our leadership series during the COVID-19 pandemic. Health. It's on everyone's mind. And with the closure of gyms, yoga studios, and personal training facilities, you may be asking, how do I stay healthy while in self-isolation? Like many, you are not alone. My special guest today is the guru of health. He will share his personal journey on health, his struggles, achievements, and why health is important, and tips on what you can do during self-isolation. And best of all, he will inspire you to get moving. I have with me Mr. Kevin Brady, Director, Corporate Health, NFP Canada, and Director, Advoca Health. Kevin, welcome. Great to be here, Carmel. Uh, before we get started, Kevin, I want to give our listeners some broad strokes on your background. And I'm going to try and be quick because there's a lot here. You're married to Barbara and you have three children, Tim, Matt, and Lauren. You started your highly successful employee benefits business almost 25 years ago. You are a recognized community leader in many ways. People seek your advice in business and health. You give your time and money to many local charitable causes. And two examples are that you are past chair of the board of directors for the local YMCA and past chair of the board of directors for Joseph Brandt Hospital Foundation. I want to highlight that you're a huge supporter of Joe Brandt Hospital. Along with Brenda Hunter, you co-chair the hospital's redevelopment capital campaign that originally started uh, for, to raise $60 million. Can you comment on that? Yeah, we went, uh, thanks for Carmel. Yeah, we, uh, I'm pleased to say we went well over that target with uh, local government funding and private funding. We actually went over $120 million. So uh, we were very pleased with that. And anybody that uh, has driven by the hospital in the last few years can see the results of it by looking at the tower. <laughs> you have been recognized as Citizen of the Year in 2007, Philanthropist of the Year in 2010 for your philanthropic work in this city. And, and you are a recipient of the Queen's Jubilee Medal. And to top it off, you're a highly regarded and successful leader in the health and benefits field. How'd I do? Did pretty good. <laughs> I don't know where you dug up all that, but I think you did pretty well. <laughs> well, I've known you for about 25 years, and, and in those years, you've struck me as someone who's always looking ahead. Where does that come from? Uh, you know what? I just uh, there's I always find in life there's different types of people and there's people that focused on the past um, and I you know I what I always look at when I look at the past I look at what's the raw material I can learn from the past to move me and move me or our family or our business in the right direction. So I just believe in the future. You know I believe in uh, I, I believe the future is bright even with what's going on right now with COVID nineteen. Actually my blog that's just going out this week is 10 silver linings of COVID-19 because I believe the planet, the world, people are actually going to come out of this thing for the most part overall um, uh, better than we were coming in from, from a personal relationship standpoint, from a business standpoint. So, you know, personally, I just, I'm always looking to the future and positively, right? And and I know you you're, you're like that as well. I, I mean, I don't, any, anytime I see you, you seem like a very positive person, right? Well, it's, uh, Kevin, you, I, I notice that you're very disciplined in your approach to life. You, when you focus on something, um, you actually put a plan together, whether it's your family, your health, your business. Once you decide on something, 
Uh, am I wrong? Do you, do you put a plan in place? You seem very focused and disciplined on how you approach your goals and objectives. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I do for like basically, you know, I come up with certain things and I just go, yes, I'm going to do that. And I'll give you an example is, I mean, uh, what I'm seeing right now with COVID actually is there's a, a significant increase in alcohol consumption. I don't know if you've read the reports, but the latest one I, I Googled last week was there's been a 170% increase in liquor sale, liquor, beer, and wine sales, right? Um, which says to me that there's a lot of people that are doing that. I mean, I was doing it as well because we were out at our place in Whistler. Um, so in April, I just, just give you a small example. I said, I'm going to go alcohol free April, right? Not have a drink for the month of April, mainly because I, uh, you know, right now, I think it's more important than anything for us to build our immune systems to be, um, to really build our immunity. And that's a key component of, of immunity, right? Alcohol knocks down our immunity. So, so just to give you an idea of kind of, you know, that's one, that was just one small thing, but I said, yeah, for, for April, I'm not going to, and actually I'm going to extend it into May as well. I'm going to extend it as long as the COVID thing goes on. It's, it's interesting you mentioned that. I, I drove by um, a couple of times uh, the cannabis stores and I saw lineups, uh, very long lineups. So I guess that would fit into your uh, point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I think of you, Kevin, as an out of box, out of the box thinker. Is that true? Yeah, actually, it is. Uh, I mean, one of the th one of the business that I started a few years back uh, is called Advoca Health, which is a combination, I'll say, of the best access to public and private healthcare. So it's kind of the best of the best of both worlds. And again, that's just an example of you know, in today's world or or yesterday's world, you wouldn't even think that that should even might even exist. Um, so we were really ahead of the. I'll say ahead of the. The curve so to speak that we keep uh, hearing about but ahead of the curve in terms of what we were doing and i mean what we came out with was a virtual health platform even using your phone so people can access through our company they can access doctor nurse like right now you can go on actually our daughter lauren is she's a runner so she's been running a lot and she has major brisk blisters that just look they look like they're turning into calluses and maybe infected so actually i just came up for making a coffee and i said lauren just Call it, go on our app, and within five seconds, she'll be talking live to a nurse, a doctor, getting a prescription if she needs one, getting treatment without leaving her home, right? So, you know, to outside of the, the box, I mean, I believe we were ahead of the game, and now we're seeing a lot now. The uptake has just been huge on, on our program, and not only that, there's a lot of other businesses that are now getting into our space, right? So, yeah, I would say that for sure. Well, let's let's talk about that. You, you, you. You came up with this idea about help working with companies to help them implement healthy work environments. Is is that about right? Is that a good summary? Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the the number one. I mean, my background, as you said, and I'm still a director. Uh, I'm actually director of corporate health for NFP Canada, and we're a you know life uh, benefits company. But the number one reason the costs go up year after year on benefits plan is claims, right? If you have if you have employees that are not paying attention to their health or unhealthy employees, it's going to drive up your claims costs, which then drive up your premiums. And what we see over and over and over again are companies that pay attention to the health of their employees. Actually, it, they get a return because their claims go down, then their benefits costs go down, their disability costs go down. They have healthier and happier employees, right? So 
it's uh, yeah, we, we're a huge proponent and believer in 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 doing whatever you can to have healthy employees. I actually wrote a book on that, and uh, and I speak about that actually across Canada about that topic. So it's clear to me that I mean, just looking at your web, knowing you and looking at your website and your achievements, you practice what you preach, and and you lead a a very active lifestyle, um, uh, much more than the average person you you've uh, qualified for the triathlon world championships representing canada for the last five years uh, past two years you and your son tim com- uh, competed in the world triathlon championship representing canada i mean being healthy is one thing but kevin do you consider yourself maybe being i don't know super healthy is that the right phrase or more healthy than the average person yeah, you know what? Um, it's funny. It's funny you ask that because I've always paid attention to fitness, like forever, for my whole life. Like I grew up, as a lot of us do, playing sports and school sports. But I kept that on, and I started running uh, once I graduated from university, and I ran some marathons. And you know, I I think that um, if I look back, I was I would say I was an unhealthy fit guy, right? So. Right now, I'm 178 pounds. Six years ago, I was 230 pounds. I had high blood pressure. I had uh, high cholesterol. I was pre-diabetic. Um, I went for my executive medical, and my my doc basically wanted to put me on meds for for diabetes, for um, for sugar, uh, for uh, high cholesterol, uh, and hypertension. And I basically said to him, you know, give me three months, I'm going to turn this thing around. And he kind of said, you know what, Kevin, there's, you know, your, your body takes years to adopt. And, 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 uh, so he, he basically didn't believe me. And I, so I said, well, give me, give me three months and, uh, let me see what I can do. So three months. So I basically changed what I was putting in my mouth, I would say is the big thing. Um, because what I've realized is more important than actually even fitness is what we consume, right? And I know you've over the years, uh, Carmel, you've done an amazing job with with your diet and your exercise and everything else. I mean, you're a living example of what I'm talking about. But um, so I went back after three months and he kind of rolled his eyes and thought, okay, your tests aren't going to be any different. But literally in in three months, everything went not just to the normal range, range went low, like low cholesterol. Uh, hypertension was right down to, to rock bottom. Uh, sugar levels were below, like below the norm, you know, how they always give you the norm. So, you know, from, you know, so to say I've all, I mean, a lot of people think I've always been like this and our healthy, our family's this ultra healthy fitness family. Um, what I believe in is baby steps. And that's actually, you know, I just keep doing, making minor modifications week after week, month after month, um, you know, just small little, I'll call them baby steps that overall result in this really good outcome. And I, and even now, I, I mean, I was on in the basement this morning on my trainer and I, for an hour while I was doing my workout, I listened to another podcast on, on, uh, one of my heroes, Ben Greenfield in terms of healthy eating and, and what he's doing to biohack and all that type of thing. So I, I guess to answer your question, you know, it, it always hasn't been this way. And, uh, so I guess my message is that anybody can change their health for the better. Um, get rid of disease, you know, reverse diabetes, reverse heart disease. It's crazy the, the things that I, since I've kind of gone down this path, the stories that I've continued to, to see. And now, uh, Kevin, uh, you, you, your blog uh, talks about an awakening about five years ago, and this is what you're talking about now. But I, I mean, like you say, you have been um, somebody who has uh, 
focused on their health over a lifetime. And, and I know you mentioned uh, baby steps and, and, um, but you had a health scare about 15 years ago when you collapsed during a race. Uh, I would have thought that would have been your awakening. Can you, uh, would you briefly touch on that? I'm sorry, it must be a painful memory, but can you talk about that? Yeah, that was 1999. And actually, I, w- I was in, I'll say, very good shape then. And I thought at the time I was, you know, doing things right and eating healthy and everything else. And and uh, so I, I ran the, actually the Burlington Marathon. It was night, May 30th, 1999. And um, it was, uh, it w- it, unfortunately, it turned out to be one of the hottest days of the year. So um, and I've been training, I think that was my fifth marathon that I'd done at the time. So I, um, I basically ran the race. I'm talking to people. It was our rotary club and you and I are fellow Rotarians. So we were doing a fundraiser for Joe Brandt. And I think most of the club was kind of doing a mile. It was a, it was a relay. And because I had done a bunch of marathons and, tra- and I had done the training, I was doing the whole marathon. So Anyways, finished the race, um, felt not good. People today say, how did you feel? And all I can think of is I I felt like I was going to die. Anyways, long and short of it is I ended up on full life support in Joe Brandt Hospital uh, with less than 10% chance of living. Um, And it was uh, the the reason or what caused it was the extreme heat. It was one of the hottest days of the year. Um, To give me an idea, there was over a thousand people that started the race that day and less than 300 finished because the heat. Um, I finished, but I just could tell something was not right. So eventually demanded an ambulance and again, ended up in Joe Brand on full life support and actually less than 10% chance of living. And uh, so, you you know, then I thought, okay, that's going to, you know, I've got to change some things there. I basically took the whole summer off. I just started my own business at that time, uh, employee benefits business. Um, and, uh, so it was a, t- it was tough, but I basically took the summer to recover. I couldn't even walk to the, to the end of our driveway to, to drop our son off at the time. who was like seven years old for, um, for his bus type of thing. Like I, I was in really rough shape. Um, so yeah, to some extent that was a turning point, but I still, I mean, knowledge is key. And back then I thought I was doing all the right things. When I look back now, you know, what was the reason for that? Yeah, it was the heat, but probably, you know, my diet wasn't like it is today, right? So I think there was diet and nutrition that really played into that. And again, I come back to to, to our diet and our food because I just think it's so important on, uh, in what we do. So I know you have a blog and, and I'm going to be referencing that blog at the very end, uh, but it's uh, just for our audience listeners, kevinbradyhealth.ca. You'll You'll see a lot of uh, information about Kevin and his uh, tips on staying healthy. Uh, Kevin, why a blog? Um, you know what? I just constantly I had people asking me because they saw my tra- kind of transformation as you've done a transformation. And I just thought, you know what? The more people I can help, the, the better. And uh, so I just write, I write whatever comes to mind. I, pr- I probably have a list of 70 different topics because as I think of different things, I just, I have a, I put them in my notes on my computer. And so my biggest issue is what am I going to write about, you know, this week? And I send them out about every, I'll say on average about every week and a half or two weeks, but it's just kind of my own journey uh, with health. So my, you know, my last two have had to do with COVID. Uh, one was uh, the first one was my 10 strategies uh, to avoid 
or or cure COVID or you know help you get better. And my last one was my eight strategies for mental well-being during COVID. So you know at the end of the day, it's to help people. And I you know I just sent one out yesterday again, um, and I always get comments. People send me notes saying, "Yeah, that's great perspective." And some appeal more than others to people, but really it's just my own journey and and. Um, how I can help people from a health standpoint, and that's it. And pleased to say, we have over ten thousand views that uh, viewers that that look at my blog and and read it, um, which is pretty exciting. So, with self isolation, Kevin, people get frustrated. They they become maybe a little more lazy, uh, bored. How do we? Let me. What what do you suggest would would put them in the right mindset mindset to do some exercising indoors. What do you think is important to get ourselves into the right? Yeah, the, you know what? The biggest thing is just do it. I mean, the old Nike uh, Nike campaign, and and we always think of exercises. You got to get on a treadmill or you got to get on an elliptical. You know what? Go for a walk. Go for a hike. Just and and another thing I'm really a believer of is especially right now is getting outside. You know, like it's good to exercise, but if you can get outside and even go for a walk. So one of the things, I mean, I have more time now because I'm not spending two hours in a car every day driving and appointments and going to work and back. So I find I have more time. So my wife and I, Barb, have been going for a walk in addition to kind of my fitness routine, right? And as much as I can, I'm trying to get outside. And and for me, and this doesn't work for everyone, but I mean, I roll out of bed, like I rolled out of bed this morning at like six o'clock or 6.10 and uh, I just wake up uh, naturally with the light. And I went down and I did, it wasn't a great day. I was going to go for a run, but I thought, you know what? It's cold. It's windy. I did a bike ride last night and it was cold and windy. So I just went in the basement and hopped on my trainer and uh, I had my hour long workout. And I believe that for me, that's the best way to start a day. Then you start, you're energized, you have energy all day, you feel good. The good endorphins are going through you. You know that feeling. You you do it. I mean, I see you at the Y all the time, right? So, I mean, you, you get what I'm talking about. So I I know that you highlight uh, the importance of what you eat. Um, Are there certain foods that we should try to eat uh, uh, more or less of while in self-isolation? Yeah, I mean, I'm a huge believer in in whole plant-based foods. So, you know, what does that mean? It basically means stuff that's not processed. You know, do I eat processed food? Yeah. I mean, I have a rule, I call it the 80% rule, which means that, you know, 80, I think the reason most diets or I'll call them fads fail is if you deviate, you failed. And then people just throw in the towel. And I have a rule I call the 80% rule, which means, you know what, if you're good 80% of the time, so think of yourself, Carmel, if eight, uh, if you have 10 different foods in a day, or let's say meals and snacks, if eight out of the 10 are, are very healthy, or if, you know, 80% of the time in a week, you're eating very healthy. Uh, you're eating more, more uh, plant-based whole uh, foods that aren't processed. That's pretty good. Like in my books, if I got an 80 in school, I was growing up, that was pretty good. Right. So, uh, you know, so I, I'm a huge believer in just, you know, and, and you think of people, okay, that aren't doing it at all. If all of a sudden they go from one or two healthy meals a day to 80, eight out of 10 of them healthy, that's pretty good. So, you know, I'm huge plant-based, uh, fruits, vegetables, uh, not rocket science. It's the stuff our uh, kids uh, used to talk to us about, or sorry, our parents used to talk to us when we were kids, right? So, um, and one other thing I'll mention, and it's on my blog, is um, I start every day uh, with a, what I call a healthy shake. 
So I load this thing with vegetables and fruits and turmeric and, uh, you know, uh, spirulina and corella and flaxseed. And so if I don't have another vegetable the rest of the day, I've already flooded my system with amazing, healthy, nutritious nutrients and minerals for the day. So, I mean, people often ask me, what's the one thing I should change, you know, should do? I say to everybody, the one thing, the one takeaway is do your healthy shake. And my, actually my recipe is on my, is on my uh, blog. That's wonderful. So, uh, is it easy to find on your blog or do we got to surf it? Because I noticed there's many pages. Brady Health and just if you uh, search the morning shake or just the shake, it'll, and I update it. And, and a lot of people say, oh, do you have to be exact in the measurements? I, I mix it up all the time. Like I, this morning, I threw some lettuce in and there was some leftover, there were some carrots that we had last night at dinner. So I threw them in. And so it doesn't have to be scientific, right? It's just throw a bunch of healthy stuff in. Blend it up and, uh, and, and you'll have a great start to your day. And it'll be amazing. I've had so many people say it's amazing the difference they, they feel every, you know, every single day. I'm not going to let you off the hook. I, I know you have these remarkable, simple ideas, but I'm not going to let you off the hook. We're going to play a word game, okay? And I, okay. I don't want a quick response from you. Okay. Paleo. Um, good. Uh, in certain circumstances, gluten-free, uh, not for everyone. People need to get tested. And if they are intolerant to gluten, then they should be gluten-free vegan. Uh, I'm a hundred percent believer in it. Um, I, I, I call myself plant-based not because I do eat uh, the odd fish and, and deviate a bit. So I would never say I'm a hundred percent vegan, but I'm plant-based hundred percent carbs. Carbs are great. That's the energy system for the body, man. That's what fuels us. Fuels our brain, fuels our muscles. Sorry, healthy carbs, I'll say. Okay, I'll, I'll <laughs> just make sure of that. So vegetables, whole fruit, legumes, potatoes, whole grains. Not, not the refined carbs, not those. Yeah. Keto. Keto, again, in, in certain situations, it makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, I, I'm not keto, but in certain uh, circumstances, it makes sense. Okay, here's another skill testing question. <laughs> you know, I can't let you go without asking you to give our listeners some self-isolation exercises. So let's assume people don't have machines in their homes. They don't have a treadmill. They don't have a, psych, a, a bike. Um, and we want a good short cardio workout or a core workout. Can you give us maybe um, two examples of a, a good cardio workout and a core workout? Yeah. So if you don't have, you don't need equipment. That's the big thing. Everybody thinks they need equipment. So again, I come back to my previous thing. If you can get outside, get outside. If you can walk, walk outside. But in terms of cardio, I mean, anything that gets your heart rate up. So you can run on the spot, right? You can run and touch your knees, uh, touch your, your knees to your hands would be one thing. Um, you can just do um, stride jumps, right? Just, just do that. Um, another one that I try to throw in, um, I actually, and I do this a lot when I travel, I call them squat, well, air squats. So you can just, right now, you can actually just, you know, crouch down and do like 25 or 50 air air squats and you'll be surprised how that gets your uh, your heart rate up i mean and i mentioned traveling one of the things i often do when i travel just to keep the blood flowing is i'll go to the washroom 
and I'll call them P squats in the the airplane. I'll actually <laughs> my butt my butt hits the uh, hits the uh, the top of the toilet like twenty five or fifty times, and I come out huffing and puffing. And my wife knows what I do now. Barb knows what I do, but it's uh, in the airplane. In an airplane, yeah, just to keep the blood flowing. So you don't have, you know, everybody thinks, you know, you have to have all this equipment. You can do push-ups, you can do sit-ups, you can uh, do jumping jacks, you know, you can skip. Like there's so many different things you can do. And and my whole thing is just do something, right? Get the blood flowing, get feeling good. So maybe one of your blogs can be about how to use exercise at home without equipment. Yeah, that would be great, actually. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm just uh, finishing. I'm in the final stages of a book that's coming out, which kind of encompasses a lot of the stuff we're talking about. And it's called it's it, the name of it is it's not too late to be healthy. So it was supposed to it was supposed to come out. We were going to launch it this spring. But with COVID and everything else, we're likely going to launch it in the fall now. So it's already ready to go. But uh, it encompasses a lot of these things we're talking about. Last item. Sleep. Yes. How Super important is it? It's it's as important as diet. Um, it's something that I've personally had to pay attention to. Um, I haven't been great at it. I mean, certain times, depending on pressures and business and everything else, I, you know, sometimes I find myself waking up in the morning. So, or sorry, in the middle of the night, and then I can't get back to sleep. Um, so one of the things I've been doing, like, especially during COVID is trying to go to bed an hour earlier. Um, and on my blog, I have a bunch of them on sleep. They're probably actually my sleep blogs are the most read blogs out of any because which just shows me most people have an issue with sleep. So the, I would say the most important thing is have a routine. Uh, you know, like one of the things I'm doing right now is an hour or two hours before bed, I'm shutting down. I'm, I'm not using my laptop. I'm not using my phone. I'm getting off, you know, out of the screens because that's not good for, for our mind. It keeps, you know, it's uh, just in a bunch of ways. Um, and, uh, you know, before bed every night, I have magnesium, I have zinc and magnesium, which relaxes the body. I have a, a couple teas I use sleepy time. Um, and, you know, and then I have a, a, um, a, a, a routine I go through just before I go to sleep. And it's actually, I think of three great things that happened that day. And it just puts you in a really nice frame of mind. And no matter what day I've had, I can always find three good things that happened that day. It could be, I went for a walk, could be Barb and I went for a walk, could be, we had a great meal. It could be something really well, great happened in business. So, um, but three great things. And then I find I just drift off to sleep and have a good sleep. So my message is sleep is super important. I'm trying to get a eight hours a night, solid eight hours a night. And one of my, I guess, hacks that I'm using is I'm going to bed an hour earlier, right? So I get to bed an hour earlier because I wake up when, usually when the sun comes up, right? So, um, Kevin, um, uh... I guess our listeners, if they have any any questions uh, and need any advice, I guess they can email you through your blog, kevinbradyhealth.ca. Yeah, that or uh, our health company, which is k.brady at advoca, A-D-V-I-C-A, health.com. Either of those, k.brady at advocahealth.com. And yeah, I'd be pleased to talk any questions, anybody just even on their own personal health journey, 100%. We'd be, love to help them. Kevin, thank you very much. Uh, you you have shared some important information, simple tips. Uh, you've inspired me. I think I'm going to change the rest of my day. It's uh, morning now for this interview, but I think I can do things for the rest of the day. And moving forward, I think now I, I know what I can do better. So thank you very much, Kevin. Appreciate your time and your knowledge and experience. Um, continue doing what you're doing. You are helping 
so many uh, stay healthy, get healthy, and uh, inspiring us to get through and keep uh, keep a positive attitude through this self-isolation. So thank you, Kevin, very much. Awesome. Thanks very much, Carmela. And I'll just say in closing that uh, I need to interview you for a podcast because you've made a life trans- transformation yourself. So it's nice for me to be speaking about it, but you can speak about it too, pal. <laughs> Thanks very much, Kevin. And uh, to our listeners, uh, uh, please remember to uh, have your say and go to our comment section on this uh, podcast website. Thank you for listening. And Kevin, have a great journey. Yeah, Everybody have a great day. Thanks, Carmel. Thank you.